Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the show. This is the daily audio blog of Canadian expat Stephen Sersky, a show about the life and times of working and travelling in China, or at least it should be. For the next 25 minutes, Steve will regale you with stories and anecdotes of what it's like to live in such a country. Stay tuned as Steve takes you through the excitement, heartbreak, and sheer wonder of life in modern-day China. Now, without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Sersky. How's that for an intro? <laughs> AI tools are making things pretty cool. Spend some time trying some things out. Bot Express, Eleven Labs, tried to batch create with ChatGPT in Canva, looking okay. Sure, you could go cheaper, might not have the same quality though. New toy, DJI Gimbal, December drumming finished, and am I still working out? Yes, yes I am. Folks, it is uh, Wednesday, January 3rd, 2023. Uh, I'm Steven Sersky, and... Uh, Shit, it is not 2023. It is 2024. January, Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. I'm Steven Sersky. As the intro said, Canadian expat here in uh, Beijing, China. And I've been uh, here for quite a while. Yesterday, if you missed it, I uh, had a 15-year anniversary, basically. It was actually two days ago. It was uh, January 1st. The 15th anniversary, 15th anniversary happened. But... Uh, a few days ago, so but uh, yesterday I published a, uh, a, a basically a, a reminiscence of the whole, well, at least most of it. I mean, the the meat of the last fifteen years of my working and traveling uh, around the world, and actually in doing that, it's, yeah, fifteen fifteen years seems a lot, and then you realize ten of those years were <laughs> spent in China. Uh, what kind of working traveler are you if you've stayed in one spot all that time, right? Now, before that, before China, I mean, I bounced around quite a bit, uh, and I meant to. It was great. It was fun. It was awesome. Uh, and I wouldn't mind bouncing around some more, but uh, I would like to do it with, with a little bit more money sort of thing and a little bit more, I guess, stability as well, uh, just to make sure that, I don't know, I, I don't have to be paying off as many credit cards uh, next time. So, uh, yeah, and I think it's I think it's possible, and I'm working on some things which I'll also talk about a little bit later on in this podcast about uh, how I hope to uh, sort of make these things a little bit more, you know, there, real for myself. But how's that? That intro, if you, if it, if you thought that was someone real, I don't blame you. I was playing around with these AI tools. Again, I've been going on about this. This has been my sort of mission for the last little while, uh, trying to basically automate myself. I wanted to automate my ability to well let's let's get this straight i want to create and i want to create a system wherein i don't have to every day create new content that is published that same day and so i'm always under the gun to sort of publish instead i'd like to be able to batch create a bunch of stuff that is useful for people that i can then switch from focusing on content creation to engagement and maintenance of that content. <clears throat> so the idea being that uh, what I really want to do is create something, or at least, <clears throat> excuse me. So the idea that I had in mind for all of this is that uh, 
as I've written about this before, with the advent of ChatGPT, you can call it AI, you can call it whatever, large language models. I've sort of said that uh, ESL or language learning in general is going to become uh, a CG avatar, uh, a chat bot, uh, and ChatGPT all sort of connected. And this is going to be a wonderful thing for uh, language learners. I don't mean uh, just for <clears throat> uh, English language learners. I mean, for people, anyone who is learning a language anywhere in the world, it's going to bring down the cost. It's also going to make it a lot more accessible to people. <clears throat> oh, my voice. Excuse me. And it's also going to be a lot more, what would you say, uh, easy to get into. So instead of having to dial into Skype uh, on a, you know, that sort of connection like over Wi-Fi or call someone or meet someone face-to-face, -face, you are now going to be able to go to a website. Now, this the trick is going to be able to optimize that website so that it loads quickly on a low-speed internet connection. That's going to be the trick, but we'll get to that. Uh, the people who do have high-speed internet, uh, which has become rather you know standard around the, a lot of places, I should say, uh, you're going to have this ability to interact with basically a chatbot that is programmed and controlled, directed, guided by your teacher. So you might not actually talk to your teacher right away, and you don't want to, and they probably don't want you to either, because what they want you to do, and whether or not this is part of the class package that happens, is that part one of your class is going to be your your standard sort of questions that uh, the typical volley back and forth, like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? How was your day? I mean, these are actually, sorry, I shouldn't even say it's that stuff. It's going to be uh, standard, hey, do you, do you like, uh, I don't know, do, do you like playing on your computer very much? Uh, do you drink a lot of water? It's going to be questions that sort of softball questions, but questions that, you know, no real a human would ask that, but not unless they had to sort of thing. And then after you've sort of been warmed up and you your, your schemata have been uh, activated, basically your, your brain has been sort of turned on to learning English, then so instead of the onus being on you to prepare before class, you're now going to have this chat bot that's going to help you prepare for class, whether it's five or 10 minutes beforehand. And then you're going to enter into the classroom with your teacher and you're, the teacher's going to be more of a, uh, a consultant rather than teaching you any one thing. And then all those show notes are going to be deposited because the transcript's going to be taken from that class, thrown into this chat GPT. You're going to get uh, tailored exercises that you'll be able to practice with the chat bot. Not only that, that chat bot should and could be able to call you with an AI voice to practice your pronunciation and your fluency and stuff like that. So that's what I see going forward. And that's what I'm trying to create. <laughs> so that's, that's where I foresee myself sort of moving towards in the next year. So what's, what's this all have to do with this AI bot that I just used uh, in, at the beginning. Uh, and I do have another one for you later on. Just wait for that one. That one's, that one's good. Uh, so this is uh, a, a website called 11 labs and it's an AI voice generator. It's kind of like Speechify, but it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, it's only $60 for the year or so. I guess there are more expensive packages as well, but you can get the cheap one 
you'll you'll do pretty good. That voice, when I heard it, I'm like, that is insane quality. I mean, that sounds real. It, it sounds like a very proper professional person. So that's why I don't think it's real. <laughs> but I do work with a lot of British people. And uh, I mean, I don't know if they can tell that that's not British people. That's not a British accent. I mean, British accent, but that's not someone who's from Britain or from England or United Kingdom or whatever, right? I don't know. Now, they didn't have a Canadian accent that I could find. They had an American-sounding accent. Uh, like, they had a very grisly sort of cinematic voice. They had a, a southern voice, but they didn't have anything that was sort of Canadian-ish. Like, my voice. My voice is very middle-of-Canada Canadian English sort of thing. Uh, but uh, that voice was, I mean, very nice and proper. I thought it'd be a good intro. I might actually use it anyway, just all the time. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I got to get the, uh, it's an MP3 format. So uh, I'd have to have to actually try to get that wave format because it's not going to, it's going to be different. I'd have to attach it to the, the project afterwards. And that makes more work for me. And I don't like that. So I'd have to work on that for sure. But uh, 11 Labs, I mean, it's free. You can do up to 333 characters without even regist registering. registering. So you just take your text. And it's about 15 seconds of text that it can do uh, for free. And you can do this three or four or five times maybe, and then it stops you from uh, doing that. You have to register. Once you register, you get 10,000 characters. 10,000 characters, as far as I could tell, is a two to three minute podcast where you change it two or three times. So every time that you regenerate the voice, you have to, it docks you those characters. So if you have 10,000 characters uh, total and you have a limit, uh, like your, your podcast is 2,500 characters, uh, then you do that three or four times, it's taking you down to 75. That's taking you down 7,500 uh, character points, basically. So uh, you could do probably one or two podcasts per sort of uh, per month using the free plan. If you want to do the a bit more than that with 30,000 characters, like five bucks a month. I'm sitting there going, wow, my goodness. Any job that requires you to just read a script that can be programmed, <laughs> automated. I mean, think of a company looking at this going, I could pay someone to say these words and that's a lot of money. Or... I could buy a membership to this company here, pay them $500 for the team enterprise, whatever it is, and basically 100x my output. And not even that, you just have to record it once. Once you have the script written and fed into the, the system, you can reuse that audio file over and over and over again. So, I mean, if you have a very standardized script that you follow, like a customer service, basically, uh, I'm thinking like, uh, call centers, uh, even like tele, tele, telecallers and stuff like that. One, not teleprompters, the other one, telemarketers. There we go. Anyone who does that sort of stuff, you can program this stuff to happen, right? And they already do. Obviously, they've been doing it for years. But that that is coming, becoming more mainstream, and it's becoming something that like us little people can start using, which is crazy. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's fantastic to see. So. What about the bot? How do you get the bot? So I came across this other one called Bot Press. Bot Press is a no-code bot gen chat bot generator. And we're talking like if you if you're familiar with nodes, like uh, connecting nodes and things like that, uh, maybe using DaVinci or like After Effects uses nodes. Some other programs use nodes. 
Uh, like you just be, you're basically connecting the dots between boxes, um, a node. Uh, but uh, you can create these chat bots that sort of are tailor-made to your website. And you've no doubt experienced these already. They've been around for a while. It's become even easier. Uh, again, I can't remember how much this one cost, but it was not very much. It, again, we're talking... I think I did the, even for bot, for bot press, actually, you could do a free version and you have a very limited bot. So if you just had someone like basic customer service interaction, like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the website. Um, what were you, uh, are you a company or are you an employee or are you a consultant or an advertiser or something like that? Like those four choices. And out of those four choices, uh, it, someone responds and it's able to, even with a misspelling, I believe, it's able to spend, uh, send them to the right sort of uh, direction. Now, if you're an English teacher and you're saying, okay, are you beginner, intermediate, or advanced? You could even say, what's your current CF, CEFR or IELTS or TOEFL score? And based on that, that bot could then suggest certain YouTube videos, podcasts, materials for the, uh, the uh, language learner to go take a look at. Uh, and then after that, I mean, you can even ask, like, would you like to speak to a human? Would you like a 15-minute free consultation or something like that? Yes, I would. So sign up your email, blah, 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 right? So it kind of, wow. I mean, this stuff, this was not possible five years ago. I mean, it might have been possible, but it wasn't this easy to do. So I'm looking at this, and altogether, uh, I, I mean, even today or yesterday, sorry, I was working on, uh, using ChatGPT and Canva to batch create a bunch of uh, language learning tips and grammar exercises that could be created into Instagram posts and reels. And I just wanted to try it out. I wanted to see if I could do that. So I did 25 of each. And I mean, it did take me about two hours to do it because my formatting wasn't correct. And I want to sort of uh, finesse the uh, the images a little bit more so I did that but by the end of the two hours I had what you'd call 50 pieces of content that could then be spit out to YouTube TikTok Instagram could be repurposed into uh, blog posts as well or spit off to uh, uh, even Twitter or X or and, and all those things I mean something like this I mean and that I mean it took me two hours but now I can just reuse that stuff for the next four months basically introduced this idea of the podcasting with the script generation. So now, now I'm not saying you should just get ChatGPT to do your script right. Instead, what I think would be a better approach to sort of avoid any sort of um, copyright infringement and stuff like that, what you'd be able to do is come up with a topic, have ChatGPT spit out some talking points for you, then you ad-lib, you have it transcribe what you're doing. You take that, spit that back into a, a chat GPT, get it to format a little bit better, create like only using you as a source, uh, uh, create a, a podcast script, take that script, words only, not the directions, put that into something like uh, 11 labs, generate the uh, audio file, take that audio file, match it up with generic, appropriate video content in Canva, and you've got your production made. $210 is what I figured. ChatGPT, Canva, and $60 for your uh, 11 Labs annual subscription. $210 Canadian. 
to make this happen. That's a thousand RMB, basically. Uh, wow. I mean, how how much have I spent at the bar? I will I will spend this money just to see if it's possible to do this idea. Because if I'm willing to go to the bar and drop stupid amounts of money, then I can drop a thousand RMB to try this little idea that I have of creating an automated podcast workflow. There's other programs that you could use, such as Zapier, which you could then automate these like interactions of these, these different programs. That one I'm just getting into, that I think is taking a little bit far, but I'm not, maybe not far enough. Uh, and so something that I'm looking into, Zapier is also a little bit more expensive. And of course there are, like Bot Express might uh, increase the price. Uh, and then um, like even web hosting, you'd still have to sort of think about web, host, web hosting, although YouTube would do it for free, whether or not they would allow you to post AI generated content like that is uh, another question. I don't know, but I'm looking at this going, wow, this, this is just phenomenal that you can uh, do this stuff. It doesn't cost very much. I guess you could do it cheaper. You could do it for free in some cases, uh, but you'd be limited. You'd be chasing around. Uh, different websites, you know, switching on your uh, assisted connection device, your VPN and stuff like that, a whole bunch of times using different IPs and different email addresses. It would just become a pain in the ass to, to do, basically. So what you want to do is just commit to one service or two services, pay the money, and then have it do whatever you need to do. You use it within its parameters, and then, you know, that, that way you are producing content. Fascinating. We're going to try We'll see it. So I basically uh, decided that uh, the year 2024 is going to be the year of my playing around with AI sort of materials and AI generation stuff to see if it's possible to, I don't know, uh, not replace myself entirely, but uh, certainly give me another couple of limbs to work with. Extend my reach, I guess you, I guess you could say. Not limbs. Yeah, it's going to extend my reach. A little bit so that that is my goal for the year of 2024 now i did get a new toy a physical hard toy not a sex toy no although uh, it is very sexy because it is a it is a dgi camera gimbal and that itself was kind of okay well in case you have smoother uh, handheld you have smoother cell phone footage of what steve because like you basically work from home now i did just just come back from guangzhou so i could pack it with me uh, but uh, I'm looking at this, I'm going through how it can connect all the uh, the apps. And if you stay within the DJI workflow, so same with like if you have, um, what did you go, like a MacBook, iPhone, uh, iPad, right? you can you can airdrop between all of them. Uh, you can iCloud, all that stuff. And it's, it's easy to work amongst different devices. Likewise with, um, you know, that's about it. There you go with, with Mac OS and iOS. Now DJI. DJI, not DGI, DJI, if you have a drone, one of the modern drones, one of the newer drones, you have an action camera, and you have a gimbal, and you have a program called LightCut, you can then download this app onto your iPhone and edit all of the videos from all of these different sources, apparently without sharing files, because it's, it's all stored in the cloud or wherever, I don't even know, and you don't have to, I don't know what the latency is, like if it's fast. This is something I remember thinking about, like when I was traveling through Poland and Ukraine years ago, 
that it'd be so awesome to be able to edit footage in the cloud. Like to have it stored on a central server, somewhere where I can just pick it up and edit anywhere in the world. That was the goal then, 12 years later, 10 years later, finally. So yeah, am I stoked for this? Shit, yeah, I am. So well, I was thinking, well, okay, do I, Stephen, do you need to upgrade any of that stuff? Like, do you, you do not need to go buy a drone or an action camera or uh, whatever those other Osmo cameras that they have. You don't need to do any of this. I mean, it's certainly there if you need it, but what is your need to do? And I got thinking, well, but if I had that one of those new drones, it'd be a lot easier to sort of, you know, travel with easier than the Mavic 2 that I have at the moment uh, but uh, which is just sitting in the cupboard not doing anything because it's it's heavy to carry and it adds three more batteries and other security issues at the border sort of thing it'd be different if I was staying in the country uh, and not needing to fly around and stuff like that that, that that's fine but uh, if I'm flying it's just a pain in the ass to move around with me basically so uh, but uh, getting the smaller drones getting an action camera all of a sudden, you've got a bike ride in your mind sort of thing. You've got the drone up top, and you've got your uh, action camera strapped to your chest. And all of this can be edited, plus your selfie. And all of this can be edited on your phone wirelessly with the cloud through an internet connection, connecting all the apps together. I'm so, amazing. Beautiful. Awesome. We'll see. We'll see if I go that far. Actually, to tell you the truth. One reason I thought about doing this is because to uh, buff up my podcasting uh, efforts here in terms of like what types of cameras should I get? I was thinking about getting three DJI cameras and then, you know, syncing them uh, and then being able to edit. If I was able to edit on my phone while I'm lying down, which, okay, not going to happen. I lie down, I'm falling asleep. There's like, <laughs> I'm of the age that if I lie down after 8 p.m., it's pretty almost pretty much guaranteed that uh, this uh, this guy's going to fall asleep. So uh, keep that in mind when you're trying to uh, you know, shortcut your workflow a little bit. But the idea that you could sort of right away get um, clips and stuff like that that are AI uh, edited or automated or whatever together, fantastic. Just phenomenal. So look forward to this. Look forward to the challenge. It's, it's given me something to think about, I guess. It's given me something to play with. This is this is the modern day tinkering for men. All this technology stuff. It's like, you know, our dads, uh, our uncles, they used to tinker with cars. Us, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one guy, you know, one of the few guys who does this, but I tinker with computers. I tinker with uh, electronics, mostly with software and stuff like that, and like producing different stuff. I just, I kind of it's the new tinker. And I'm not saying it's exclusive to men. I'm just saying that this is something that, you know, it's the millennial tinkering that's going on. <laughs> all right. Uh, December drumming. Finally finished. All the tracks are up. Uh, I think I'm missing a couple of the album arts, but I will get to those uh, in due time. January is underway. I don't think I uploaded those tonight. I got sidetracked, but uh, the tra I am on schedule for that one as well. I still need to make the post and get all the uh, sort of album art ready, but I am one for one for all the days uh, so far throughout January, which is very good. So head on over to skirskymusic.bandcamp.com and that's where you'll find it. So it's S-K-R-S-K-I-M-U-Z-I-K.bandcamp.com and that's where you can find all the creative music that I'm uh, putting out throughout December and throughout the month of January. Am I still working out? You might wonder, I, you haven't been talking about it. Well, Monday I did not run. 
Uh, I realized actually at around eight o'clock, I'm like, I never did go for a run. I woke up late. But that was number one because it was, it was New Year's Day and I woke up. Late. I was in bed uh, by 1030 the day before, but that day I woke up late. Uh, and by the time I sort of got myself going, it was already like lunchtime. Uh, like basically, my normal schedule would have had me up in, a lot earlier and I would have been ready to go for a run at lunchtime. But by on Monday, I just wasn't. As a result, I missed my lunch day run uh, or my lunch lunchtime run. Okay. That, that hasn't happened in a very long time. Also been fe feeling very uh, sluggish lately, which is fine. So I've been going a lot slower. Uh, but uh, I did get out there today. Uh, 6.5 kilometer run at lunch. Took me about 42 minutes thereabouts with a 6 minute and 25 second pace. Uh, I did also uh, add some rope work, some push-ups, one-arm push-ups, and some pistol squat negatives to sort of round out the, uh, the work uh, workout at lunch. After work, uh, I've been, I was, I did the kettlebell workout there. And then also on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've started doing mace bells and swings. I shouldn't say Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays, I've been doing mace bells and swings. Tomorrow is Thursday and I will be able to uh, do that again at, uh, at lunchtime. So yes, I have been working out. Uh, I'm still working out. I don't mind working out each and every day. I'm not pushing myself um, very hard each day. So it's not like I feel the need to have rest days and stuff like that anymore. It's just more like if I maintained a decent level of fitness and a decent level of pushing and pulling and moving around, exercising, stretching and lifting weights, uh, I don't know, I just sort of feel a whole lot better uh, in, in general. And it helps me deal with a lot of other things like work stress or, you know, dealing with creative project stress and stuff like that. About this, I mean, hopefully it... Get, it stays this way. I'm going to work to, to keep it this way and to make it better going forward as well. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and tracks are available up on my website, steamassociate.com. And uh, please uh, take uh, take a look at the Bandcamp website there, uh, skirskymusic.bandcamp.com. And if you want uh, any of these notes for uh, these AI tools that I'm checking out, uh, check out the show notes again on my website, steamassociate.com. Thanks again, folks. Have a good one. We'll do this again. Bye-bye. Now, wasn't that just a wonderful episode? Many thanks for listening today, and we do truly hope you enjoyed your time with us. Please like, subscribe, and share this episode if you derived any value from it. Your support is truly appreciated. Until next time, thank you for listening, and have a good day.